Maxwell's Rules, Chapter 5 The English teacher called me up to her desk today just after class ended. Nervously, I approached. Curtis Newman? Yes, Ms. Silk. I hope you don't mind, but I plan on reading your essay on Romeo and Juliet tomorrow. Oh, that's okay, I muttered. Do you mind telling me if you know about literary criticism? You use the school of de deconstructionism when you analyze the sentence structure of the dialogue of the characters when they first meet. Did I? I shrugged. I had been bored out of my mind when I made the simple assignment unnecessarily elaborate and involved. She continued to gush on. I wanted to leave. Mistaking this for modesty, she said she wouldn't read my name unless I agreed. I said I would actually prefer to be given credit. Becoming the teacher's pet does not console me for the loss of my adult status. In fact, being damned by faint praise exasperates me. Ms. Silk must see me as a bright-eyed, precocious schoolboy, a wunderkind, such a clever youngster, as smart as a whip, so knowledgeable, for my age, ha! I sit up in the front row amidst all the empty seats. For some reason, none of the others take advantage of the opportunity to gain full view of the blackboard and the opportunity to see their hands when raised. Only one student out of all the classes I take also had the good sense to do so. I see her in U.S. history. Difficult to recognize when she isn't bawling her eyes out. Sylvia Henderson. September 8, 1984. I skip lunch and Grace's annoying questions to be alone with my thoughts in the library. I heard a commanding voice from the front. Hello, I'm here to see Curtis Newman and discuss his case. Is he that little guy in the back, Carol? Yes, there he is. Thank you, ma'am. Looking up, I saw Nathan Messenger standing before me in his white suit. Today, he had a tote bag. I was almost glad to see him since my only hope of a return to normalcy lies with him. He pulled up a chair to sit by me. Hello, Curtis. Angels and ministers of grace defend us, I quoted. Not today. I'm here to judge your performance. How well have you been keeping the rules? He plunked something on the desk before me. A clipboard with a big sheaf of papers attached. On the first day of your punishment, I gave you a list of rules to obey. Ten of them. You're also responsible for following every rule in the student handbook you have written for all the students. Only just and reasonable to expect you to live by them now. Yes, it is. I nodded eagerly. I'd say I kept them very well. Very well is not the same thing as perfection. By keeping the rules, I can be restored, right? Yes, if you keep every single rule, then you will be able to demand that your punishment be lifted and your adulthood restored. Fine, let's get it over. Using a red ink pen in his massive hand, he pointed to the clipboard. Go through this. 
These are the deeds you have committed, good and bad, since you started attending the school on the first. The deeds are measured by the rules. The rules you have kept are unmarked. Those you violated have a check mark beside them. If you believe I am in error, point it out and I will correct it if I am at fault. Otherwise, initial the bottom of the page and go on. Once you have verified that all your deeds for the past week are accounted for, sign and date the final sheet. Then, initial. I went through the first two pages. What's this about Jeff Whitehead? Is that boy with diabetes you passed by on the way to class. You saw there was something wrong with him and ignored him as he fainted. I began to argue there was nothing I could have done to help. Then I remembered that I had just bought a roll of hard candies from the vending machine and it was stuck in my pocket. Jeff Whitehead's unusually bad medical condition had been a source of concern among the staff. I'd been very worried about it, too. A lawsuit waiting to happen. I compared the check marks with the times I had kept the rules. I smiled smugly as I signed. Not a lot. Too many. I counted and calculated. 24 out of 501. That would be a grade of about 95%. This is a pass-fail exam. I broke out in a sweat. You will give me another chance. To my relief, he answered. I will be back next week. And every week after. Keep trying to live by the rules, and I will keep evaluating your performance. Keep them perfectly, and you will be able to earn your adult life back. Despite this hope, I confess I was on the brink of tears. Look on the bright side. This will build character, young man. So saying, he picked up the clipboard, tousled my hair, and left. He exited through the main library entrance, as though he were a human being and not something out of Lovecraft minus the octopus tentacles.